Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage. And today we're going to talk about saving money on getting a mortgage. And that's going to apply on a purchase and a refinance. Hey, if you haven't checked out my website, go to www.ddamortgage.com. In there, you can find uh, my one-minute videos and my podcast. So I've done a one-minute video on this, but I like to go ahead and do the podcast where I can expand and give a little bit more information and a little bit more detail. So you'll find my podcast to run anywhere from 12 to 15 minutes. I'm not going to keep you there for an hour. Just get you informed and get you knowledgeable and we get going. So let's get right into it. One of the things when you're doing a home and you're buying a purchase or a refinance, and if you're putting 20% down on a purchase or refi, you have 20% equity, there is a great possibility that you can get an appraisal waiver. Now, this does not include... Uh, an FHA, well, not, let's get that one. We're going to talk about that one later, but I'm, we're talking strictly conventional. So on conventionals, there's a great opportunity where you can get the appraisal waived if you have the 20%. And that's something you want to ask your, your loan officer, lender, hey, listen, see, they run it through DU and LP. And you want to make sure you tell them to run it both ways because a lot of times LP, that's a loan prospector, that's the desktop underwriting, may just say, we don't want one. And why would they say that? Well, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, that's for conventional, they've done their research and their homework and all the database completed, and they know what value is there. So, I mean, it's a great opportunity to uh, not have to pay 450 or 465. And you say, well, I want an appraisal. Well, what about all the people paying cash for their homes? They're not getting appraisal. So really the market's being set by that tone. What other ways can we save money? Well, I gotta tell you the survey, and this is really big. If you're refinancing your home, you wanna get your existing survey out to give to the title company. If you haven't added on a pool or a room addition, you can use that survey and that'll save you $350. What about a purchase? Well, on a purchase, you want to go to the listing agent to go to the seller and ask them if they have an existing survey. It's just a courteous thing to do. And what is it all about? Well, it's the Florida Form 9 that the title company has to have. And if they accept that survey, well, you save $350. So that's another one. And really, you need to do that each and every time that you're purchasing or refinancing. As you know, rates are low. And the refi may be more than once, and your purchases may be, again, more than once. What else do we got? Well, when you're doing a refinance, you know, they usually say the, you, know, you have so many years on your owner's policy. When you closed on your home, uh, you know, about a month later, you received the owner's title policy from the title company, and you stored it away somewhere. Well, you want to get it out, and you want to give it to the, uh, to the title company that you'll be doing your refi with, and seeing what extra credit you can give. So usually in that order's policy, there's a Schedule A, Schedule B. You wanna get it over to them and save some money. What about a purchase? Well, if I'm a seller, 
I'm definitely going to give the owner's title policy to the title company and see what I can do. Now, I'm not sure about the years and what they'll you know, give you in terms of a credit for as many years as you owned a home, but it certainly can't hurt to give the owner's title policy for them to give you whatever reissue rate they can. And, you know, for being the buyer, you have to get a lender's policy and maybe the policy will help a little bit. So anything to save a dollar is what I think is the direction you want to go in. So we're just going through these things, trying to figure out how we can save money when doing a purchase or a refinance. Now let's get to shopping insurance. You know, you definitely want to get insurance names from your loan officer, from the realtor, from whoever you may know, and no one can steer you to go to one specific person, but we can give you multiple names. And, and who are we going to target to get you cheaper insurance? We're going to look at brokers that have numerous carriers and numerous different programs. And what else is going to help you get cheaper insurance? Well, you know, when you get a home inspection on a purchase, it may require a four point and a wind mitt, and that will help get you cheaper insurance. So, you know, when you get that contract on the home and you're out there shopping before your home inspection, you definitely want to see about your four point. That will help get your costs down and cheaper insurance. So you definitely want to take care of that and make sure that that's on its way and you're doing it. And so those are the things that are important when you're shopping. What about a refinance? I got to tell you what I see. I see I get, you know, people get their insurance nice and cheap. They've done all their homework. Four or five years later, you know, they might have gotten their insurance for 1800 a year and I'm doing a refi on them. And I noticed that their insurance has gone up to $3,000. And I'm like, what? People, you have to pay attention every year on your escrow analysis. You've got to look at what's going up, the taxes, the insurance. You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, the insurance companies, they see a 20% jump, they're all over it. But what happens over five years if you're having a 5%, 10%, 5%, 10% increase? Well, that gets up there. So I really think you need to really watch over your insurance on an annual basis to make sure. So, you know, when I'm doing refinances and I see your insurance really out of whack, I'm going to have you shop that insurance as well. And that's one of the things that you want to do is shop the insurance so that you get the best possible price. But please keep your eye on the ball when you've gotten the insurance and time goes by. I mean, I'm getting so many people calling me now that their escrows are changing. You know, and I did a podcast. You've all listened to the shortage of escrows and having things happen there. Well, you know, they're calling and, and their escrows, they, they got a shortage and they got to pay it back and they got an increase. So it's throwing them for a loop. So I just think that you really got to monitor and really be on top of those escrows. If you really can get out of them, I would, you know, pay your own taxes and insurance if you can. I've got a lender that you can put 5% down and take care of your own taxes and insurance. And, you know, you just got to discipline yourself to put that money aside and make sure that everything's going well and, and, you, and you put it aside. Because really when you get these shortages, it throws everyone in a loophole because you budgeted your money and you're set for your payments and your budget from your income. And all of a sudden you get a two or three or $400 increase that can throw everything off quite, quite frankly. Another thing I want to talk about is the day of the month that you close. There's kind of two ways you can look at this. It's pretty interesting, actually. You know, if you were to close, we're in the month of March. This podcast is coming out in March. 
So let's say you close March 31st. Well, you would pay like a day of interest. You'd have no mortgage payment in April and your first mortgage payment would be May 1st. So on your closing costs, you'd only pay one day of interest. Well, let's reverse it. Let's say we close you on, you know, April 5th. When is your first mortgage payment and what's the extra cost? Well, if you're closing April 5th, we're gonna collect 26 days of interest. You'll have no mortgage payment in April, no mortgage payment in May, your first one's June 1st. So really, if you look at it, you, you're, if you take the two months off, you're just paying interest for the 26 days, but you're not paying the taxes and insurance. So it's kind of like, you kind of get a little bit of time of not making a mortgage payment, but then, you know, it'll, it'll start collecting two months later and then you'll have to get up. But we're going to collect for those taxes that you're missing. So, you know, it's kind of Robin Peter to pay Paul. What do I think? You know, like, you know, if you close at the end of the month, really, you make it less interest, less cost, less money you have to bring to closing. You miss the next month. You get in the game the following month. That's what I'm thinking out loud. So I'm hoping you're finding this interest on ways to save money on your mortgage. Uh, the other thing I want to tell you that I think is very important is like I see these big companies, right? And these big companies are out there. Uh, they're, they're giving you like a really low rate and then they have an origination, right? And so what's happening? Well, what I'm seeing is they're charging an origination, which is origination is fine, but there's a caveat to it is line J, that's the right-hand side down in line J, is there a lender credit to offset the origination? And that's really a big key. So like I've seen these people are shopping and they get this low, low rate, but I'm looking at their closing costs. I'm going, oh boy. So I'll look at it and go, well, you don't see a credit over here. I can give you the credit to offset it and give you the same rate. So I just think these are factors. Uh, really, so I want you to pay attention on that. You have an origination. That's for FHA, VA, conventional, Fannie, Freddie. If you have an origination, is there in line J a lender credit to offset it? If it is, you're in great shape. So what about other ways to save money? Well, my goodness, if you have a VA and you can do a streamline, do you know that on a VA loan, you can have no appraisal, no credit report, uh, very simplified besides no documentation, which is another conversation, but really same as an FHA, no appraisal, no credit. So we just verify the mortgage and we go in that direction. So I think there's some really good things there. So on your FHAs and VAs, there's all kinds of ways to close your money. But if you're refinancing the FHA, really, if you had the home for two or three years, you really want to do it or do you want to see about a conventional loan? That's what I'm saying. But a VA Streamline Earl, that's a no-brainer. No brainer whatsoever. You stick with that day. You stick with that all day long, always. So these are the things that we've talked about that I hope have been helpful in, in, in cutting costs. Uh, you know, in cutting costs, you want to take a look at, you know, you want to compare it, but you know, these CDs are so darn complicated. You know, the, I'll, I'll type out a worksheet for you to look at and go through each cost items. Because really when we're looking at a, a CD, you know, we're in Pinellas County, so we're putting on the owner's title policy and the doc stamps on the deed. Well, if you're doing a normal existing home, the seller pays for those and those come off. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you may have a lender such as myself, we give you a little bone, we'll give you a little credit. 
So you may see that your origination, I'll make an example, is $2,000, but there's a credit for $2,300. Well, we paid the $2,000, which was the origination, we gave you a little $300. So that's kind of a nice little thing to have happen as well. I hope I've been helpful with you on how you can save money on getting a mortgage. Uh, these are things that we have available. And I, I wanted to really give this as a think tank and have this podcast so you know that you're better prepared when you go and purchase a home or refinance. We're learning and trying to save money. And uh, with the times that we're living in and expenses going up, you have to be frugal. So I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage, Didier Buying Florida. I only do the state of Florida. If you have a question or something I can help with, just email me. How do you get my email? Just go to my website, www.didiamortgage.com. My website is full of information. I'm here to teach you. I'm glad that you tuned in. And until next week, have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.